On this episode of Not A Drill Podcast, we talk about a pretty interesting story that was in the news recently. Travis Barker, the famed drummer of Blink-182, The Transplants, Boxcar Racer, and Plus 44, has a 13-year-old daughter who's getting hit on in the Instagram DMs. Now, who's hitting on her? Well, just some 20-year-old dude. Oh, but is everything really as it seems? Listen in with our guest this week, Danger Wife, as we talk about music, stalking, and forgiveness. All that and more on... This is not a drill. I'm scared. I didn't need my parents. Heebie-jeebies all over now. Bringing up their batteries are dead. He's still going. Do it again! Stabbing you goof. I would leave my wife and child in this place. Help! Help! All right, welcome back to Not A Drill Podcast. This is Chris Danger. Hello, hi, good morning, afternoon, evening, whenever you're listening to this. Uh, Stat Man is unfortunately not available tonight, uh, today. Uh, he is, uh, I don't even have a good excuse. So in his place, I have a new guest to the podcast, um, someone who is near and dear to my heart, someone who I have shared intimate uh, text messages with about picking up dog food and uh, all sorts of things. Uh, my wife. Hello. Uh, well, hello, wifey. Is it, is it danger wife? What, 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 is, what are we calling you? You can just call me Taylor. Oh, oh hello, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor danger. T danger. TD. Uh, we'll figure something out for you. Uh, Taylor is joining me on this episode um, because we started a very, very fun topic, uh, topical discussion about this, uh, and you already know from the intro. By the way, all the, the pitter-patter that you're going to probably hear throughout this episode is uh, our two dogs, uh, Bowie and Zimmer, because they, they need attention, apparently, and they don't feel like they get enough, so... Apologies in advance, but uh, that's going to be there. Just know that they're two very loved dogs who, there they come. They're normally locked upstairs with me when, when the podcast is happening. Yeah, so uh, when, we're, when we're locked away in the bunker, uh, Danger Wife goes and takes the dogs to the carpeted section of the upper bunker, and uh, so you don't hear the dogs. You, you've heard them in the past where they've barked when the doorbells rang or something like that. But uh, anyways, uh, as you know from the intro, we are talking about something that was in the news recently uh, that uh, we just kind of want to take you through a timeline uh, I didn't know this happened. The uh, Danger Wife actually like brought it up to me. I think we're going to call you Danger Wife. Danger Wife. I like it. Taylor. Taylor, also known as Danger Wife. Uh, we were sitting uh, in the bunker, of all places, and we were talking about uh, this issue where uh, this 20-year-old drummer uh, named Graham Sorota, Cer- I'm probably butchering his last name. So sorry. Uh, from this band called Echo Smith, uh, and it was it was revealed via social media and some news outlets that uh, he had been contacting uh, via the DM, right, direct messaging on Instagram, uh, the daughter of who was it? The beloved Travis Barker. Beloved, right? Uh, actually, very beloved in our home. Uh, big big deal there. So we just kind of want to walk you through what happened in this news story, some of our initial reactions and, and some of the things that we learned from this. Um, 
so yeah, so Taylor, start us off. Uh, Danger Wife, what, uh, who, not what. <laughs> I, we could say, what is Travis Barker? Uh, hashtag greatest drummer of all time, right? He is a drummer. He is a drummer. Uh, what, who, who is he? What, what's his, uh, give us a little back history on him. He's a drummer for Blink-182, Boxcar Racer. Yeah, handful of transplants. The handful, transplants. Handful of other ones. Plus 44. I love how um, you paused really long. Like, I, yeah, I, tell I, us who Travis Barker is. You cricket, called me out cricket, right there. Cricket. You, you freaked me out, yeah. you know. Um, I don't know. Like, he's an amazing drummer. He was married to the girl, to the lady um, who was in the Stacy's Mom video. Oh, for, for real? a while. Yeah, meet the Barkers, man. Don't you know that? I did not. I mean, I know they do that show. I didn't know that that was her. Yeah. Wait, sorry. Time out. He married the mom. From Stacy's mom video. What? Come on. Um, you know I am, of all the things about me, you know that I am a celebrity news junkie. Junkie. Like, if, if celebrity news was heroin, you'd probably be checked in somewhere by now. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's bad. Um, so... Taylor, walk us through, like, how long have you been listening to Blink-22, Travis Barker? How long have you known about him? When was, like, the first inception that you had where you were like, wow, this is, like, what was your introduction to that music, that artist, Travis Barker? Um, no clue. No clue. <laughs> Probably, I mean... I don't even remember. I just remember their music video of them running around naked. Because it was three dudes? Three dudes running around naked? Three dudes running around naked. Also, their music video that was basically making fun of the Backstreet Boys, which is, you know, another band near and dear to my heart from my childhood. Oh, yeah. Um, Disturbing childhood. but, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, very much have loved Travis Barker from the beginning from the beginning but i mean just in our relationship alone are you and travis barker or i mean mean you you and i oh well thank goodness his name is one of the first words that i ever said to you (laughs) yeah yeah so uh correct me if i'm wrong we were at some mutual friends party this was no it wasn't even party um we were with i was with a couple other people and they needed the a friend's house that we were at his sister needed to like have a talk with some, the one of the girls that I was oh, with. Oh yeah! And so we came over there, and I was awkwardly sitting <laughs> with you guys. I remember that it was the house up on the the Capitol Hill, At the right? Capitol, yeah. Up in Salt Lake, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so I was like awkwardly <laughs> sitting up there with you guys because they were having this like talk, and I have this weird thing about socks. Yeah, I like, better, yeah. It's like I, I believe the medical term is it's a fetish with no, socks. no, no. Let's not get weird. <laughs> this is not a drill podcast. Uh, we get weird, uh, but you wouldn't know that because you don't always listen to our show. This is true. This I is have true. It's painful, hurtful. Only listen to one episode. <sighs> well, hopefully, we'll make that too. Um, no, I remember. Yeah, I remember now. We were and my weird thing about socks is I better not see them, or they better be high socks. And like, how high? Like, are you talking like on a on a gentleman person, right? Like myself. My comment was, yeah, the first you wear <laughs> Travis Barker status socks. Yeah, because I was wearing socks that were like up to my knee. Yeah, like Craig, Travis Barker. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was the it was my semi pro socks. The yes. uh, 
semi-pro merch uh, from from the movie Will Ferrell's basketball movie. Yeah, uh, semi-pro. And I, for whatever reason, I had these socks. They went up uh, just under my knee. And uh, time out. That means I was wearing shorts. No, you were. You had your pants pulled up. Oh, thank goodness! I'm glad that I had my pants pulled I up while we were dating. Think- <laughs> we were not even dating at that time. Oh, no. even better. I'm glad, <laughs> glad you need to watch your phraseology. Um, you're, but no. so, yeah, cause I don't wear, I don't wear shorts. You hardly wore shorts. I even. still hardly wear shorts. Yeah. Like I'm wearing shorts right now, but it's because I'm at home and I, I've given up on caring. Like, uh, I found the, the beauty of, of my life, i.e. you. And, uh, I just don't have to, I don't have to impress anyone anymore. Like I don't have to, I don't have to woo you anymore. It's already done. Just kidding. So Travis Barker, uh, Taylor, tell me this. Would you think, would you say that Travis Barker is a famous drummer? Like what scale of fame does, does he have for, for a drummer? If you're a drummer and you don't know who Travis Barker is, you should be smacked in the face. Oh, wow. That's pretty aggressive um he's changed the style of drumming for drummers for drummers i would hope he'd change it for drummers not like he changed for music i feel like no absolutely he i watched a video from this guy i think based out of nashville or something where he broke down i think i had you watch the video didn't i yes where he, it was the night that we talked about this yeah he he broke down like how travis barker plays drums and how it's not traditional but it's not it's just it's so he he, he's so well orchestrated with how he uses Mm -hmm. his drum kit uh i think that's what really helps helps him stand out it's not just his skill but the way he applies that molds it and uh into each song um yeah if i can remember if i can remember i'll put the link to that video in the podcast uh, description so you guys can watch it. It's actually pretty cool. It's like 10 minutes long. This guy is really fun to listen to. Uh, does a phenomenal job breaking down very simply. So you don't even have to know music to understand that video. But anyways, so Travis Barker, big deal, right? Uh, big, big, uh, big, big deal, big class, big fame, big drum stick. I almost said something else. Uh, <laughs> but uh, so pretty well known, right? Like you mentioned, he had a show on MTV, right? It was, mm-hmm. was it MTV VH1, one of those, I think MTV meet the, meet, meet the, Barkers. the Barkers. He's, he's in one of the biggest pop punk bands of all time. Mm-hmm. Like they took over in the nineties and early two thousands revived recently. Um, like all the stuff, huge, huge, right? Huge amount of fame. And like you mentioned too, he's in a lot of other bands, a lot of other projects. He's he's very well versed in, in what he's doing. Um, constantly in the news. And then all of a sudden, boom, he's in the news again. And this isn't a fun piece of news. No. So you so the other day you come home and you're like, Did you hear about this? Right? And I go, wait, I don't, what are you talking about? So real briefly, and I want to start at the beginning and I want to talk about what was discovered. Uh, Taylor, I want to talk about like your reaction to it, how it made you feel, uh, and then and then we'll kind of work our way through the rest of the story too. So, so you come you come home to the bunker, you're you're all riled up about this topic, and and it's it's this drummer Graham. Oh my gosh, I hit the microphone again. I do that like every oh, couple episodes. Uh, this drummer Graham, he Graham Cerrito from 
Echo Smith apparently has been direct messaging the daughter of Travis Barker and the, and, and Travis Bar- Barker's daughter, her name is Alabama Barker. She is 13. So definitely a minor, definitely a minor. Right. And she is, um, yeah, she's pretty famous on Instagram. She's got a good handful of followers. It's up in the hundreds of thousands, I think now, but, uh, she, she posts pretty normal pictures you know, just a girl living a girl's life. She's 13. She's a teen, a teen daughter of a famous drummer and all that fun jazz. And, uh, yeah, so what's this guy doing, Taylor? Uh, so the first couple messages started a few years ago, just in, in her DMs on Instagram, just, hi. Hey. Then... Then they come back saying hi again. And then, hey, I think you're beautiful. I like your music. Hey, I'm Graham from Echo Smith. I think you're beautiful. I like your music. And then he invites her to. Hey, I'm I'm Chris Danger from Not a Drill Podcast. Like, this is, that seems like such a weird way to like I get it I get the positioning but it seems like such a weird way to position uh, yeah. uh, oneself and invites her to a like barbecue with his band and but these with but these messages weren't like you said these started in 2016 2016 it's 2019 right now mm-hmm. she's 13 as of now so that mm-hmm. means that she was 10, 10 10 years old and he was 17 when these started right. so again not oh you hit the microphone this time yeah sorry it's my ring um it's a heavy rock not, not <laughs> still not okay and you go back and like it in the article that i read it shows a picture of her when she was 10 like with travis barker and like the rest of their family travis barker her father her yeah. father <laughs> and the like the rest of their family when when she's 10 years old and she looks like a 10-year-old. You can you go back and you look at 13-year-olds today and 13-year-olds when I was 13 and they look completely different. And and I can understand Sorry. I can, <laughs> started started playing. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I can understand like when people are like, "I didn't know she looked I didn't know she was 13." But one not a normal 13-year-old Considering her Instagram, you go and we, I looked her up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. She's got pictures everywhere of her dad. Yeah. Like, like she's very she's, transparent with her social media. The, the exact same place that this dude is reaching out to her on, right? Mm-hmm. She's very transparent. And that was the first thing I did. So as you were ta- telling me about this, and, and listeners, by the way, like Danger Wife was in like danger mode. She was riled up. Uh, and my wife does not get riled up often. Like she's a pretty, pretty uh, passive person, right? Really chill. I'd say she's on the uh, introvert scale a little bit. Um, way more than I'm like an introverted introvert. Yeah. And uh, so, so when she's all riled up, dude, I listen out of fear for my life, out of necessity, out of love. Um, but no, anyways, so she's, she's sitting there telling me, you know, tell me this story and I'm getting all riled up because here's the thing. I got a little danger boy, right? We, we, the danger wife and I, we procreated. I got my little son. And so being a parent, a little more sensitive to all that stuff. 
And so I start looking up because I think I'm going to go to bat for this kid, right? This, 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 who's now 20 year old Graham from Echo Smith. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go to bat for him and I'm going to figure out how someone could misinterpret Alabama Barker as just being some girl, right? Some pretty model. And, and here's the thing I did. I did the same thing, Taylor. I went to her, her Instagram account. I looked at her pictures just to kind of see what kind of content she's putting out there because there are, there are a lot of famous, excuse me, famous people, uh, famous or kids with famous parents, I should say, um, who you go to their Instagram account and you could not tell who their parent was, right? You couldn't even tell based on their name. And so I, I was hoping it would kind of be the same with her. Give this kid an excuse to kind of say like, yeah, like probably being creepy, but not, you know, not being so creepy. But uh, so anyways, so I go to her Instagram account and sure enough, you hit up June of every year for the last three or four years. And there's what? What post is there? It's a happy Father's Day post. And it's not just a happy Father's Day post. It's a picture of her with her dad, who again is Travis Barker, and then she tags him in it. Tags him in it. So Travis Barker is now tagged in this post, so he he gets a notification. He's no he knows what's going on. And again, she's at the time 10 years old, right? 10 years old. And you got this guy who's saying, You're beautiful. Hi. For I get it, like. I don't get it, actually. I, I, I get where, because there's this video, and I'm going to play it right now. Um, I have a correction. Oh, what's the correction? Not married to Stacy's mom video lady. Oh. Oh, I thought you said you knew knew all things. Listeners. She straight up is, it is, the lady that I was thinking of is a model and is Alabama's mom, was a playmate. Oh, yeah, Travis they made of the month oh, of the of month. December of two thousand one. That's good. So we're gonna take a short break. We'll be back after this sponsor, and we're back. Thank you for that sponsorship. Hope it was magical. Um. Anyways, before the break, we were talking about Alabama <laughs> Barker. Oh, there's the doggos. There they are. They're barking. They they heard a noise. It's me. It's me tapping on the table. We were talking about Alabama Barker, her Instagram account. Uh, she's 10 years old. Her dad's Travis Barker. And this guy, Graham, who at the time was 17, is sliding into the DMs saying, hey, hi, hey, hey. Uh, obviously not getting the the message that she's not interested. Yeah, she not she never once messaged him back until recently where she was like she said you're like 40 <laughs> which which by the way he doesn't look 40 like he looks he looks like a young a young adult right like a 20 year old he really does like i wouldn't say he looks 20 i would say he probably looks like he's 17 or 18 years old so so googling uh, so i tried to look him up and echo smith and all that stuff to kind of get an idea of who they are and whatnot and one thing i found interesting he wears a lot of hats a lot of hats. So I can see like weird hats, kind of like artsy, jazzy kind of hats. Mm-hmm. Kind of, I don't know how to describe it. Just go look it up yourself. But I could kind of see where that maybe translates to a little bit of 40-year-old weirdo, weird vibe, you know, but but not. But again, she's 13. Right. That's that's the thing, too, is, is she's 13. 
So she's still figuring stuff out. She's still experiencing the world. The world is still really big to her. And yeah, she's 13. So yeah. So anyways, her reactions were to me like, I loved them. (laughs) And she's like, you're like 40. Oh my gosh. Like you're like 40. I don't actually know how she sounds, but. And then he was like, I'm 20. (laughs) (laughs) I'm half that. So. And. And then her reaction again back to that was, you realize I'm a child. Yeah, yeah. She she says that. She's very clear with him. And see, this is this is what's I think really interesting about this whole ordeal is at this point, Travis has no idea that this is happening. Well, and he might have an idea. I mean, at this point, we don't know whether or not he has an idea of right, this. Right. And her taking her life into her own hands and being like, hey. This is this is my this is my Instagram. This is I think my frustration with him and his reaction is, hey, I'm Graham from <laughs> Graham from um, Echo Smith. Echo Smith. Um, when I talk to people at work about this, what I do for because I have worked in. How do I put this without you help you help people so. Uh, uh, let me explain it. So yes. what what the danger wife has done, she went to school for, uh, and has a BS, in, a BS, right? Uh, BS in, uh, a lot of BS, uh, a BS in criminal justice, justice with a... F- minor in forensics. Minor in forensics, thank you. So she's worked for the local police department and, and now with a non... A nonprofit foundation here uh, locally, and and one of the things that I've always th- thought is so amazing, and I think why this story was so um, uh, heightening, I guess, in in our home is that we have surrounded ourselves in the in the danger den or in the danger den, in the in the bunker with this idea of protecting people, right? And that it's it's important to to help people heal. It's important to, to help people through these processes. So like, for instance, when the danger wife was working at the police station, you were helping, uh, you were helping people who were victims of, I was an advocate and helping people who were in crisis situations. And like, what, what is a crisis situation? um, We probably should have done this at the beginning of the episode, but whatever. Um, Victims of crime, like really personal, um, personal crimes such as like domestic violence, sexual assault, any crimes against children. So when things like this happen, it really gets to me, yeah. and I get really frustrated. Yeah. So and 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 luckily, luckily, this is not on scale with any of the things that you've dealt with. Mm-mm. But but these these are things that l- can lead towards those behaviors, right. right? And that's where I was saying, like, I get frustrated with the way that he approached her right. and saying, "I'm Graham from Echo Smith," because with her being Travis Barker's daughter, her her having no interest in his band makes sense, <laughs> right? Because. <laughs> Cool, well, you're from some band. Well, she's also a musician herself, right? right? She's got some music stuff going right. on. But any other 13-year-old, any other 13-year-old girl would be like, oh my gosh, this this music, this famous musician is messaging me and be so ecstatic about something like that. And 
And that's such an easy way to become, um, to end up getting uh, victimized or, or something like that. Yeah. And it's dangerous. Yeah. So, so it makes perfect sense why, why you're reading the story or you're listening to it on the news and all of a sudden, boom, it starts mm-hmm. triggering those like protective behaviors. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so to kind of give, kind of give a highlight on echo Smith just a little bit, and this is not a plug for their band in any way. Um, not for better or for worse. It just isn't a, a plug. So they have a handful of songs. If you go and find them on Spotify, I mean, their most popular song right now is called Cool Kids, and it, it has 325 million plays. Million. That's insane, right? Like, they're actually pretty well-liked. And I'm not saying that in a negative way. It's just surprising to me. I guess I don't. I don't really know a lot of. This. I'm getting old now. I guess. Well, right? When I heard, when I read about this, someone had to play me this song because I was like, I don't know what song that is. And then when they played it for me, I was like, oh, okay, I think I've heard that. Yeah. But other than that, but I mean, I hardly listen to the radio. That's true. And when I when I listen to my Spotify account, I'm listening to a playlist that I made, and it's mostly my alternative music, which is mainly blink and say anything. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. So, so back to this kind of timeline for, for this. So again, we're, we're presenting this to you guys, you listeners, we're presenting this to you kind of how it rolled out for us. Um, and, and again, we're, we're going to have some learning at the end, Mm -hmm. which is pretty impactful too. So, so we've established so far, uh, if you don't know who Travis Barker is, you should know now, or you should have at least Googled him and and slapped yourself across the face a couple times. A phenomenal drummer, world-renowned. Amazing very, tattoos. Amazing tattoos. Very, very famous, very, very good at what he does. Has a daughter who is also relatively famous herself, right? Especially on the uh, the Instagram. I mean, on the Inst- I just pulled it up. Uh, on Instagram currently, as of the date of this recording, she has 307,000 followers. Excuse me, that's insane, right? That's a lot. And she posts normal 13-year-old girl photos, right? A lot of selfies, a lot of Snapchat filters. Uh, she's just normal, normal girl. And I was telling, I was telling the wife uh, today before we recorded this, we were kind of talking more about the episode. Uh, for one thing, like Travis Barker's daughter is a very attractive girl, right? And I'm not trying to sound like a creep in any way. It's that you can tell that she has got the gene pool of of good looking, right? She looks a lot like her mom. And I mean her mom is a playmate of the month. Yep. So so I, I guess I can see kind of where this dude Graham is coming from. My only problem is if you go back to uh, 2016 and you look at her pictures from then, it is very obvious that she is a child. Like it's not skating the edge of 17, 18 year oldish, you know, almost legal kind of thing. No, no, no. She is obviously a child, right? And again, we've established that she's obviously Travis Barker's daughter. So what this dude is getting into, and so that got me riled up, right? Is that it, it seems like there's this this absent mindedness that this dude has. Cause even I think you even told me this that he had no idea who Travis Barker was. Well, I don't know if I that I don't know. Okay. But my thing is you're a drummer in a band. Uh-huh. A yeah. relatively famous band. Yep. Again, a drummer. And like I mentioned before, if you're a drummer, you should know who Travis Barker is. Yeah. But again, back to her Instagram, 
if you're going through her Instagram, she's got a post on there that says that where she modeled for a looks like a um it looks like a magazine cover called Mini Maven. That was that was hard to say. It was. I couldn't <laughs> think of the name magazine. The word magazine. The word magazine? The name. Yeah. I what where do you work? Oh, I'm I'm working as a publisher for the magazine magazine. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't think of the word magazine, um, but it's called mini Maven and it literally says for the stylish child. Yeah. Again, there, her Instagram is riddled with, with clues child. <laughs> like if you, if you wanted to go in there and go, who is this person? Uh, two things she's come up. Stylish real fast. Child. She's a stylish child and she's the child mm-hmm. of Travis Barker. Mm-hmm. Like again, very, very obvious. Mm-hmm. And so, so, so anyways, this dude, He's, he's, he, well, I mean, like she, again, she dresses, she dresses like there are pictures where she looks, she like, she could be a little bit older, but then you look at other but, pictures. But that's and a style. She, right, that's that's right. not, she has a, she has a style that is, it's, I can't talk about, I can't say words either. Aesthetically pleasing in the sense that it looks a little bit more mature, a little bit mm-hmm. more grown up. But then you look at pictures she's of her face. 13. She's still 13 years well, old. Right. You look at pictures of her face and she still looks like a child. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing. She's 13. She's mm-hmm. 13. She's not 17 where she's developed, you know, almost fully. She's not like she's 13. She's just entering into that whole garbage part of life that you, you know, your mm-hmm. hormones go all crazy people. And, and anyways, anyways, I digress. I digress. So, <laughs> so one of the things, and I'm going to play it right now because I, and I'll slice this audio into, into the episode here in a second, but I'm going to play this right now. It's, it's an interview to kind of establish who Travis Barker is as a parent. Right. So I think that's what I was looking at too. I was like, hey, dude, if this was my kid, if, and, and I don't have a little girl, I just have a little six-year-old boy. But if but I have, you have a little, an Abigail, I do, I do, Abigail out there. Um, she's she's my princess. So so here's the thing: if if this was happening to to one of my kids, you know, or one of my uh, very very close persons, like an Abigail, right? I would be so frustrated. And I think Travis Barker reacts as every good parent should. But I want to I want to paint this picture of kind of how Travis Barker is as a parent, like what his parenting style is, because he's not an absent parent, and I don't think he's being uh, a bad parent anyways. I'm just going to play. It's a minute, minute and a half, so just... I'm really free to let them try anything as long as it's not something dangerous or not age-appropriate. Speaking of age-appropriate, Travis Barker is not here for creepy DMs especially when they involve his underage daughter, Alabama. The 43-year-old musician spoke out on Thursday after learning 20-year-old drummer Graham Sirota has been direct messaging his 13-year-old daughter. The Echo Smith band member has reportedly been messaging Alabama compliments and party invites since 2016. I allow them to do really whatever they want at Mm -hmm. at a young age. Like, they've dressed themselves, they've colored their hair. Travis may allow his kids to express themselves, but he doesn't want anyone getting the wrong impression. 
Travis told The Blast he was disgusted and felt Graham's actions have been, quote, predatory, telling the outlet, quote, there is nothing cool, normal, or okay about it at all. Now, Graham is apologizing for his actions. Okay, we're going to stop right there. So, Graham's apologizing for his actions. So, so here, here's the thing. I, I love this thing. This is from uh, Entertainment Tonight. This clip was on, on the YouTube. And here's the thing, Taylor, that I thought was so crazy. Is Travis's approach is like, no, my kids can express themselves, right? They, they've been taking care of themselves since they were a little kid. He's, he's not a stay-at-home dad, right? He's touring constantly. He's in a lot of musical groups, big acts. He's, he's, he's out and about. He's a very active parent. But it sounds, like, it sounds like he has a good relationship with his kids. Sounds like they have good communication. It sounds like he has appropriate boundaries, you know? That he's not saying like, I need to check your DMs every day. I need to know who you're talking to. Like He's like, no, here's, here's the thing. You do what you want to do within reason. And, and they've set those boundaries. So his daughter's getting these messages uh, three years ago when she's 10. She ignores them, right? Like anybody does on, a, on, on the internet. You start getting weird messages from someone you don't know or you don't care to talk to. What do you do? You ignore them. You do it to me all the time. You're doing it to me right now. <laughs> but but no, like, right. Like, you you get some mess. I get it on LinkedIn. You know, there's people who direct message me on LinkedIn, and they're like, hey, I saw, you know, your profile. We have this product. I'm not, no, I'm not going to spend my time on that. Don't really care. So, so Travis, you know, he says he's disgusted. It's like I get porn ones all the time. It's weird. You? Yeah. Like, people who want you to, like, start being their friends. Is that why you had to get friends. a new, a new uh, computer for work? No, I didn't have to get a new computer for work. Oh, you just kept all those. Oh, it's like people <laughs> on Instagram who are like, hey, be oh, my yeah. friend. Oh, yeah. I get those where I'm like, who is this person? And then they're like, they have no other people that follow them and <laughs> or no, no posts. posts. And I'm like, and they're like, click this, link. <laughs> click this link. And I go, don't mind if I do. <laughs> no. Um, I'm like, porn. <laughs> porn. Porn. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually saw a meme one time that just, it was like a snapshot or some like clip of uh, a screenshot of that kind of interaction from someone's direct message. And the guy just messaged back and goes, just send me the damn porn link already. (laughs) It's laughing. So anyways, so, so Travis Barker, he's approaching this, like, I think a good parent, right? He is aware of what his kids are doing, but he set appropriate boundaries. So his daughter comes to him and she says, Hey, here's, here's what's going on. And what does he do? He reacts like a parent does. I'm disgusted. This is predatory, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, I, this is where in our story, right, where you and I are talking about this situation and, and what's going on with this news story, this is where I said, oh, my gosh, we have to talk about this on the podcast because this is a great candidate for not a drill because it is a little outlandish, right? There's not often mm-hmm. that this is this transparent with especially under underage kids, really. Well, yeah. and... And it, it, I was talking to a couple of friends at work and I was like telling them how you wanted to do the podcast and they're like, are you going to do it? And I was like, I feel like I have to because it's not often where our worlds collide. This is what it's like when worlds collide. Like <laughs> with my job and the things that I deal with at work and our and your musical world. Yeah, they never... <laughs> Just and it, and it's and it's <laughs> it's been a good thing that they don't collide, yeah. right? Uh, but yeah, like you said, like all of a sudden, boom, they're colliding, and so we have mm-hmm. these like two talking points where 
music is everything to me and what you do for work and helping people, helping people get better and, mm-hmm. and, and, and work through these, these very terrible things that have happened mm-hmm. to them. Uh, again, super impactful. So again, this is kind of sitting in the middle of all of it, right? It's not music, um, related per se, it's music persons, right? Related to mm-hmm. music. But then, like you said, triggering and acting like things, uh, that you, you've seen in your career and you've seen it in, with your experience with, with helping victims and, and being an advocate for those, for those people. So, um, so, so you agreed to sit down and do this and we said, great, let's, let's take a couple days. We'll find the right time to do this. Um, and, and then what did you, what did you discover? And this was, this was not something you just discovered. This was something that the news put out there. What's, what's kind of like the changing point in all this? Cause well, first, first tell me at this point in the story, how you felt, like what was your, when you know that here's this dude, he's 20 years old, he's creeping on this girl who's 13, right? Still not okay. Right. Like, oh. It's still not okay. Um, it, she's she's related to a very famous drummer, so this gets some pretty big attention. How does that how does that impact you? What what was going through your your feelings? <laughs> going through I, your feelings. What was going through your feelings before I found out? Well, yeah, just before you found out. I didn't think she was the first, and I don't think she. And part of me still doesn't think she's the first, and I don't think. And part of me still doesn't think she'll be the last. Right. So this uh, is. Well, Right. 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 So you're just saying like, look, if this dude Graham is sliding into the DMs with, with into underage girls, right? Trying mm-hmm. to trying to hang out. And again, his his interaction on there, although creepy, right? Mm-hmm. And Travis uses the, the term predatory. Uh right. he, he's really he's saying he's hi, not right. He's right. not saying like, hey, send me like send me some nudes or like right. blah, blah. He he's He's just saying hi, hey, mm-hmm. I think you're beautiful. Uh, hey, you want to hang out? Like you, I, we're having mm-hmm. a barbecue at my my house with some friends. You should come over. Like honestly, very simple. Like not, mm-hmm. it could be worse, right? Right. He could have been sending her dick pics. Oh right. my gosh, like that'd be even worse. Ugh. But even like still, you got to think. There's a seven year age gap. Yeah. Oh, I'm Wait. not justifying what he sent at all because. I mean, that's just weird. Like, I don't... don't. Mm -hmm. There's a seven-year age gap, and whether that's... That that age gap is... um, You think he's 17 when he started messaging her, hi, hey, whatever, and whether he's just saying that to her, like maybe he was sending that to multiple people and for every, like, and maybe he was getting responses from somebody else. Like we don't know. Hopefully we don't. Yeah. Well, not hopefully we don't know. Hopefully that wasn't happening. Yeah. Right. So So that's where my head goes. My head goes to worst case scenario. Well, but that's, but that's what I deal with. Yeah. So I'm going to read this, uh, this headline, so this was this was kind of the the game changer a few days later. So we're we're riling up we're riled up about it. You and I both, right? I'm thinking like this is insane. How dare they? Um, you know this isn't right. Blah 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 blah. And then um, I'm I'm using the article from People Magazine, People.com. The title is Echo Smith drummer Graham Sirota is how the lady on Entertainment uh, Tonight said it. Uh, Echo Smith drummer Graham Sirota's family reveals he is on the autism spectrum. Hard stop, right? Mm -hmm. Put on the brakes. 
it starts, I'm not saying it starts to make sense in the sense that what he's doing is okay or right or not. No, we're, we're not justifying that. What he did is definitely wrong, mm-hmm. but holding him explicitly accountable for that all of a sudden, it, you, you can't, right? Like you can't, mm-hmm. you can't fault him because, and we, we, again, we were having this discussion on your way home from work, right? Is, is over the phone. It's that autism is, and, and I'm watering this down very, very much. So autism is, is lack, a lack of better phrasing, your inability to identify with social cues, right? You, mm-hmm. you, you, the best way I heard it described is because I never understood when people called it a, called it a spectrum or when you're high functioning or because right. I feel like you could be high functioning in so many different levels of high functioning. Uh-huh. Um, and so I work with a few people who have children who are on the spectrum. And she, the best way she described it was like a color wheel, and you can be high functioning in one area, but necess- but the opposite side of that, you're not. So right. it's, and I was like, oh, okay, that how she explained it like that made so much more sense right. to me than a spectrum of a string. Right, like a linear spectrum. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. But a color wheel. Color wheel yeah. does. Yeah, and so and again, like um, I'm going to Google it really fast because I'm. I should have done this earlier, but like autism is, uh, autism is a normal thing. It, it it's out there, right? And I say normal because, like, it, it is like I think it is considered a mental illness, disability. disability. Yeah, I want to be sensitive to that. Uh, autism. So if you go autism, autism or autism spectrum disorder (ASD) refers to a broad range of conditions. Disorder, not disability. Yeah, disorder. Uh, conditions uh, characterized by challenges with social skills, repeti- challenges with repetitive behaviors, challenges with speech, and nonverbal communication. According to the Centers of the D- Disease Control, autism affects an estimated 1 in 59 children in the United States today. So, again, it is a, the challenge with social skills, repetitive behaviors, speech, and nonverbal communication. So... Both speech and nonverbal communication. So here he is, you know, texting her via the DMs, and that's nonverbal communication. He's not aware of social social cues, like, you know, get the message. She's not messaging you back year over year over year, right? Like, there's no interest there. So, so I get it, right? Like, I get, I get, I, I get where the the issue is that he's messaging this underage girl. I get it where maybe he's. At fault, but not solely accountable. And luckily, that's so far. That's all that's happened, mm-hmm. right? So again, I think that for my my learning moment was to wait until the whole picture is there, mm-hmm. because right away I was painting this dude as a twenty year old band creep. You know, he was just one of these predatory. Using his my thing was he's a band creep using his status to contact young girls. Yeah. Exactly. And, and then, and like, dude, I was Googling like the band, doing some research on them and like trying to figure out reading as many articles about this story as I could. And, and man, like I, I felt like I was, was putting this dude up on a cross and saying like, dude, you're a creep, you're a terrible person. And all, all we had was one side of the story. Right. So then his family comes out and says, Hey, look, he's, he's on the spectrum, right? Like, it makes sense why he's why why 
I don't want, I don't, I don't know how to say it. Why he has this problem? You know, it's not a problem. Like well, messaging we, people isn't a and problem. We were talking about it, um, and we were kind of talking through it. It it did make a little bit more sense when when she wasn't when when she wasn't answering him back, and he kept messaging her. Yeah, until she finally said, "Hey, you're like 40," and he kind of answered her back, saying, "No, I'm 20." Which is which is funny though because. Cause her dad's like 43. Right? <laughs> like if you think about it, she's like, Oh my gosh. Like you're like 40. You're old. You're but old. I mean- <laughs> and Travis is like, I'm, I'm 43. Like, that's messed up. Uh, Travis, by her- the way, Travis looks good for 43. Like dude has, dude is killing it in the, uh, looking handsome game. Um, anyways, so I want to fast forward to, to the point now. So, so that comes out. And what I love is I love how Travis Barker and his daughter both handled this news. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think in a lot of cases, so spoiler alert, they handle it really, really well. They are, in my opinion, this is what, what good, decent humans are supposed to do. Like, don't get me wrong. What this Graham kid did is wrong, right? He's messaging underage uh, girl, uh, inviting to a party. Like, that, dude, come on. Like, not okay. Not cool. Travis, like a good parent, freaks out a little bit, you know, takes a stance. He's like, this is predatory. This is creepy. This is wrong. Uh, And then, uh, so the family comes out, you know, the Graham's family comes out and says, hey, man, he's he's autistic, you know, doesn't excuse his behavior, but it does validate maybe why like we said he's he's not getting those cues he's not getting that social cue so again from people magazine travis barker speaking out after his underage daughter received direct messages from an adult member of a pop rock band echo smith earlier this week so they 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 um, summarize it again uh so here's, here's here's what's funny to kind of back up what you said with alabama uh, says she, uh, she goes, uh, Alabama, an inspiring, an aspiring musician responded, your spelled you are like the letter U capital capital. You are, you're like 40. Sorota replied. I just wanted to say, I really like your music and sorry for messaging. And I'm 20. <laughs> I love how he counters that. He goes, and I'm 20 Alabama counters. Okay. But you understand I'm a child. Okay. Again, we've, we've talked about all this. Alabama took some screenshots of the message. She tagged Echo Smith and wrote, Hey guys, so once again, I'm bringing this to your attention because I'm a 13 year old girl and he's 21 slash 20. Super creepy. Uh, Barker responded to the message in a statement to the blast. When I found out a 20 year old man was trying to get in touch with my 13 year old daughter by filling her Instagram messages with party invites and complaint, uh, compliments, not complaints, compliments. I was disgusted. That's predatory behavior and there's nothing cool, normal or okay at all. Okay, so uh, let me see, let me find. Here's here's what I love. Here's what Alabama on her Instagram story posted. Okay, so this is after the family comes out and says, uh, you know, our, our son is autistic. Kind of explains why why he's not getting those cues. So she says uh, on this big big uh, screenshot post, she says, "Hey guys." I'm, I am posting on behalf of the drummer of Echo Smith. He had DM'd me a while back in 2016, and then once again in July, saying I was beautiful and invited me to a barbecue at his house. He is very sorry about the situation and regretful. I forgive him and would like for all this to be over. That is so grown up. <laughs> like, like, really. she has. I think she has every right to feel super like violated and very 
upset and and uh, uncomfortable. And Travis, being a good dad, you know, he's feeling the same way. And I love that she says, I forgive him and would like for this all to be over. And not over in the sense of like, oh my gosh, this is just too much for me. It sounds very much like she wants... To stop talking about it. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that there were people sending them like hate messages, uh, again, not having the whole that whole picture, and probably still, right? There's crazy people out there who are probably still just really hating on this this Graham kid for for doing this, and and so I love that that's her reply, right? That she says, "I forgive him and would like for this all to be over." So it's it's a moving on thing, right? Mm-hmm. But it's not just a like give up or anything. It's like, oh no, okay, that makes sense. That sucks. Uh, sucks for him, you know. Sucks for sucks for me that that happened. But uh, I, you know, we got to be better people. We got to move on. So, so yeah. Uh, thoughts. Last kind of thoughts, and we'll wrap it up because the siren is about to to come in. That's I mean, that's really the story, right? The story is, it's not really all that crazy. I think what's crazy is the reaction you and I had it was probably very similar to a reaction most people were having. I feel like it was an emotional roller coaster because. Mm. I I was really angry when I when I first read about it and it and when you're like let's podcast about it I was like <laughs> yes like because I go in waves about about wanting to to podcast about what I do and um and I feel like there are so many like true crime podcasts out there and I feel like there are not enough um enough things about what what actual um, victims go through right, and things like that. And I feel like that needs to be a thing, but I don't know how to put that out there, you know? Um, so I go th- through waves of wanting to do things like that. But so I was like, yes, let's do it. And then the hit of he's autistic and that wave of, Oh, I don't know if we should do this. I think we need to look more into that and yeah. and and be and talking to um someone at work who whose son also has autism and kind of getting her perspective on that really helped me calm down and be like, okay, maybe this is something we can talk about and mm-hmm. make sure that we're doing it in a way that still makes sure like it doesn't excuse his behavior just because he has autism, but make sure that we're not, that it's, we're doing it in a way that. Yeah. Well, and I, I think it's also fair not to, not to punish him for something that he's not entirely accountable for. Right. Mm-hmm. And fairly not accountable for. And that's what mm-hmm. I think, like, like when I think it was the day you and I decided we were going to sit down and record this it was a few days ago. And that was the day that his family came out and said, hey, hold on, he's autistic. And so I called you on the way home. I said, uh, we're going to do this. We're going to get things set up. Like, we're going to do this episode. I was really psyched to do this because I knew you were really, like, jazzed up about it. And then and you were the one who said, wait, hold on. Like, it just it just broke on the news. He's autistic. Like, that. And that does. That does change things, right? And and it doesn't, like you said, it doesn't change that what he did was was wrong. But it doesn't sound like it was meant in an evil, vile way that we normally think that those things are, right? Like, mm-hmm. when you hear about some adult dude, you know, talking to any underage person, guy, you know, mm-hmm. boy or girl, doesn't matter, 
you instantly think you instantly think creep. Yeah, dude, the dogs are going nuts. They are, you know, it must be it must be like a full moon or something. Was farting but. over here, and I was. That's gross. It was. But what I what I. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't. <laughs> uh, the dogs are farting over here. But yeah, so you so you have this whole thing where where it is so like you get so jazzed up and then and then and it's not that you hit this wall it's that you all of a sudden say cool we need to make sure we have the full story and i think that that's what made me want to do this even more was because once we had the full story and i think that as as a society we are so bad at this because we jump at the first indication like we see a little bit of smoke and we think the mountain's on fire but we don't know if it is. We don't know if it's if it's caused by it. And come to find out, some Joe Schmo in his own backyard, you know, burning leaves or something like that, you know. And so, that's where I think that once the whole story came out, and and Alabama being like, "Hey, look, I get it," and I want to like, I forgive him. Let's move on. You know, let's go back to being normal people, right? Mm-hmm. Let him be his normal self. We'll be our normal self, and let's go back to to just living life. That to me was inspiring too. Was here's a 13 year old girl who is doing things way better than adults on social media. I mean, you can you see adults who are out there, you know, asking people to throw milkshakes in other people's milkshakes, uh, other people's milkshakes, throw milkshakes in other people's faces because they disagree with their political opinion. Mm-hmm. It's like really, oh my gosh! And here she is. She is by by definition. She she. I don't want to say she's a victim, but she in, in a different situation, this is victim like 101, right? Like she could have, if this was something. And it could easily have, um, it could have easily been grooming behavior. Yeah. And so, so I think that's, again, the whole thing is that her handling of this is so grown up, so mature, uh, and, and so insightful, I think, mm-hmm. is that, you know, e- she was trying, and that's the other thing I think people are missing. She was trying to bring this to the attention of the band, right? She didn't mm-hmm. like blow this up on on like some news outlet. Like, it, I don't know exactly how it got all, all out there, but she tagged the band, and she goes, "Hey, I'm trying to bring this up again." Like, yeah, it it obviously wasn't the first time she had told the band, right? Which is probably shame on them for not taking care of it. The taking first care time. of it, yeah. I mean. Or, and I think that's, you know, again, probably a lesson learned. It's like, be, be involved in what's going on, right? Mm-hmm. Especially if you have a band page and someone tags you in it. It's not it's not personal all of a sudden. You know, that's that's a professional courtesy. Well, look, she probably DM'd them. DM'd them? Really? That's how. <laughs> probably, right? You hope. So, um, anyways, last thoughts? Anything? No, not <laughs> You're good? Mm-hmm. So that roller coaster, right? You just uh, you went up, you came down, you came back up, and but I think it was a good ride. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing for me out of this story is two things: get the full picture mm-hmm. before creating that asinine opinion that we are as a society so easy to create. Right? Uh, wait till the till the story is as at its completion, then make a decision. But I also think the other piece of this is the second piece is is be better, be like Alabama where it's forgiveness and moving on. Not not dwell on it, not ponder on it, not hold this guy captive to something that he's not entirely accountable for uh, and you know, be, be better people. So do your research. Do your research. Yeah. 
Don't don't read the headline and think that you know everything. That's a that's headlines a are deceiving. They are. They are meant to be. So you click on them. So you read them. Clickbait. Clickbait. That's how I found you. It was uh, Russian brides, and then I ended up with you. Um, just kidding. She it's like I did not come from Russia. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. Um, all right. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for uh, being on here, Danger Wife. Uh, as always, this is Chris Danger. Uh, Stat will be back for another episode later. Uh, we've got some good things cooking. Again, some some stuff that he's been working on. Really excited to roll out. And it's uh, nothing else. Goodbye, Taylor. Bye. Bye. Thanks for having me. Ah, well, you have made it this far. Thank you so much. It's the end of the episode. Now, what I need you to do is I need you to stop what you're doing. Listen to me. Stop whatever you're doing. Go to the iTunes. Go to the uh, Google Play. Whatever methodology that you're using to consume this podcast. And I want you to go rate us. And mystically, I want you to give us a five-star rating. Right? Be honest. Be truthful. But uh, honestly, the better the rating, the the better it is for us. It helps us uh, progress the podcast and get the word out. So let us know. Do that. Love you guys. Who the hell is Travis Barker?